Last week, we rolled right on into March, and even though we saw a little bit of snow in some parts of our region, it's hard to believe spring is literally right around the corner. And joining us now to talk about sustainable gardening as we head into the spring season is Isaac Burroughs. He is the keeper of Kent's Garden and Nursery. Great to talk with you this morning, Isaac. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, you too, Diana. Thanks for having me. Of course. So with spring right around the corner, a lot of folks are thinking about maybe doing something with their outdoor space, maybe front or backyard. And the topic of sustainable gardening is coming up a lot. So walk us through what that means, first off. Yeah. So we try to we try to look at sustainability as just simply doing it right the first time. So taking some time to really understand the various conditions and um, the type of plants that are going in so that uh, they belong where where they're getting planted. Gotcha. And so that there isn't a, a waste of plants. If, if, if you know what you're doing right the first time, you won't waste material that could have gone elsewhere, right? Correct. That's the idea behind that. Fantastic. And it extends beyond the plant matter itself. It also involves uh, sustainable gardening, involves the tools that you use and the materials that you use to make sure your plants stay healthy year-round, right? Yeah, that, that's correct. Um, you know, we, we try to take a, a look at a couple different components to it. You know, what, what type of microclimate you're in, um, which can be very different uh, throughout Whatcom in Skagit County. Uh, we just had a snow here. Uh, recently, and if you were driving around, you could see there's some areas maybe in Fairhaven that got nothing, and then you drive up to the top of U Street Road, and, you know, there might be four inches. Um, So you go out to, you know, Linden, and there's a northeaster blowing out there, and maybe they have eight inches. And so really understanding kind of the climate uh, that you're in is, is pretty key as well to start with. And that's a great point, too. And especially when it comes to I I was speaking with somebody recently about the wind in the area as well, having an effect in various areas. And that 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 also plays into how things grow and wherever you live. Yeah, absolutely. For for the folks out in, you know, kind of North Whatcom County, uh, as well as at Kent at the nursery, we get that northeast wind that comes through in the winter, and it, it can very easily drop the temperatures uh, by 15 degrees. Um, and if you have that kind of sustainable winter wind blowing, it might be 30 degrees outside, but you take 15 degrees off, and, and you're in a completely different situation. Yeah, not all not all areas, even though we are one county, they're not all created equal. There's so much variety to it. So for what are the best tips that you have for somebody who maybe, you know, f- maybe just bought a property first time going out in the garden, what's the best way that you could maybe steer them towards learning more about the climate and the territory that they're in? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, we'll, we try to ask about the weather. You know, if you do get that northeast wind, a lot of times you just, where are you in the county? Um, Secondly is, you know, what kind of soil are you dealing with? Uh, Is it wet soil? Is it clay soil? Is it a sandy loam soil? Uh, different plants um, will naturally do better in different conditions. Um, and then we ask a lot about pests. You know, deer can certainly be a thing where even though you might have checked those two boxes, that it's, it's cold, hardy appropriate, and the soil conditions are right, uh, those plants could get decimated by deer. 
So those are kind of the three things that we really take, try to take a look at um, and dig deep into before you actually start the digging. Pun intended there, I hope, with the digging. <laughs> yes, pun intended. <laughs> and of course, some folks think, well, okay, maybe I don't have the climate to grow what I want right now. Maybe I'm considering some sort of indoor plant because in some people's minds, all indoor plants are created equal. But I, I imagine that's not true either, right? Yeah, that I, I would agree with that. There's a lot of, you know, when it comes to the house plants, it depends on how um, strict you're going to keep your house. But, you know, a lot of them, house plants are going to require sun or some of them require shade, which is another thing to understand whether it's indoor or outdoor is, you know, how much uh, sunshine is this plant going to get per day? And, you know, you'll see, you'll see a lot on tags, you know, it's a full sun plant. Well, understanding that full sun is kind of a minimum of six hours a day is what defines full sun. So that's not going to be a problem maybe in sunny land, but that might be a little bit of a challenge out in Sun Valley, where I live, um, finding six hours of full sun even in the summer can be difficult sometimes. Certainly can. And now, uh, now the pieces are coming together as to why the plants in my apartment keep dying. <laughs> not, <laughs> a lot, not a lot of sunlight comes in there. It makes sense. Yeah, and you know, just the the water, the the overwatering or underwatering. Um, a lot of times, plants, especially house plants, will show the same symptoms if they're getting too much water or too little water. So really understanding the type of house plant that you have um, and knowing the care behind it because they are, they're all different. And a lot of house plants come from all over the place. Um, they're not necessarily local to the Northwest. Right. And to understand more of this information, uh, you, you seem to be the expert on uh, where people should be uh, considering planting various things as we approach the springtime. Where can people find you if they want to talk to you maybe in person or over the phone as to getting some advice as to their spring planting? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so me, along with my staff, are out at Kent's Nursery. Um, you can call us. We're open seven days a week right now. And... You know, I I consider myself a continued learner in the plant industry, and we have some folks that have been doing this for 30-plus years each uh, at the nursery. So the amount of expertise out there um, is is pretty impressive. There's a lot of knowledge behind it, and, you know, we kind of divide up depending on what we're talking about. If we're talking natives or if we're talking um, conifers, we've got different experts that can talk to those different types of plants. Excellent. And real quick, before I let you go here, Isaac, some of the most popular plants for spring, I imagine they are, uh, you're, you're running out of them as fast as you can stock them up over on your shelves at Kent's uh, Nursery and Garden. What are some of the most successfully grown plants in the spring for various areas in our county? Yeah, so if, if you're looking for, we're about, the county's about to wake up. And, and what I mean by that is there's going to be a lot of trees that are going to start to wake up. You know, we're going to see a lot of wonderful magnolias um, starting to bloom here. We're going to see some uh, gorgeous forsythia. Those are the yellow plants that are around. Um, some flowering cherries, some flowering plums. Um, all of those are going to really start to wake up and just really pop with color. Uh, dogwoods aren't far behind. Those are all kind of main staples that we carry at the nursery. Um, and usually people get really excited as soon as they start to wake up and show those blooms because we come out of such a gray winter. Um, so we, we have a lot of that type of plant material right now. Um, and then as 
as things start to warm up, uh, we'll bring more plant material in as it's weather appropriate. So usually we try to tell folks, if we have it at the nursery, you're pretty safe. Um, we we know it's going to survive because we do get that northeaster out there. We're typically colder than anywhere else, so it's a it's a good litmus test. I'm glad you mentioned waking up. I'm looking outside our studio window right now, and I'm seeing the faintest bit of a uh, a flurry outside. So really, I, I genuinely can't wait for the spring season to roll around to see all the colors and all the flowers and, of course, all the trees and plants that are waking up for the spring season. I'm with you there, Diana. <laughs> awesome. Isaac Burroughs, he is the owner, the keeper of Kent's Garden and Nursery. Isaac, thank you so much for joining us this morning. And Happy planting. Thanks a lot, Diana. You take care and uh, have a great day.